It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. Where our discussions are based in evidence. And we try to maintain our relevance. But two drinks in, and we try not to lose our. It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. The slightly crunchy mom cast. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Slightly Crunchy Mom Cast. This is a podcast with research based parenting information from a real world perspective of two moms just trying not to lose their shit. Hey, do you like our podcast? Let us know. Take a moment, leave us a review on iTunes. It's going to help us out, and it'll help others find our podcast, too. Now, let's get to it. Today is episode 26, and we're talking about dealing with people's opinions. <sighs> so annoying. <laughs> this is a uh, another listener's request of an episode that we tackled today, Love. and so, as usual, we are happy to oblige. I'm super excited about this one. Yeah. This annoys me, people's opinion. But hey, we gave you an interesting cliffhanger last time. We meant to circle back, and we didn't. We had had too much to drink. We talked to you about, <laughs> hey, it's episode 25, and we had committed to 25 episodes, and what were we going to do? Well, spoiler alert, we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're going to keep going. So, clearly... Fun. It's episode 26, so I, I mean, don't know. Who doesn't love getting together with their friend and drinking beer we'll... and talking about different things that people tell us to talk about? Yeah, so we'll go for we'll it go until on. we're tired of going for it, and that'll be that. So if you follow our Instagram page, at Slightly Crunchy Momcast, you saw something a little weird this week. If you are used to us, you're used to seeing weird shit. Yeah. But this was Whitney's husband reading some uh, smut alien novel so upset you keep calling it smut sorry it just is like okay go on Whitney I can't talk about it because I don't read that stuff well we're gonna (laughs) give you some so I've been reading alien tyrant and I have to tell you we're enjoying it yeah we well Brian helps me read it right (laughs) (laughs) it's his involvement yeah enjoying these things you know I have to hand it to you know these authors that we oftentimes are recommended to me they are making it on their own like she created an entire new planet and with aliens and they have names and they have these entire it's super cool i actually really enjoyed it it's tantalizing who's the author (laughs) tantalizing Stop oh, you're going to give me the author's name. It's like Ursa. Oh, don't you butcher it. I can, I'll, I pu- I'll put it on um, Instagram. But I actually, it's it's been fun. I'm probably going to read another one in this series. I mean, you have to, she's making it on her own and she's, it's, I liked it. It was a fun read. I enjoy it. I'm into romance novels. What can so I say? So you would recommend... I would recommend if you're Ursa in- Dax. Isn't that a cool name? Ursa Dax. You gotta give it to her. So I would recommend it if you're into like the sci-fi romance. So like there's the Black Dagger Brotherhood. You're looking to spice it up, ladies. I mean. I- and gents, apparently. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's something out there for everyone. I read a cat mystery one time because my <laughs> coworker recommended it. It was a cat that helped solve mysteries. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but I was like, it there was is something, something to read. Yeah. So it was sexy. It had some oh, great sexy. scenes in it. Okay. I mean, you know. Okay. I I'm, I'm don't really want to mate to, with an alien, but to like, each their own. Hey. I mean, maybe you never even thought about making it with an alien until I'm now. Saying, and then you're like, well, 
I can took, get down with that. It took an evening. It, it was worth the evening that I spent okay. reading on it, and I probably will read another Listen, one. Listen, so if you're familiar with our episodes, we've gone from UPS man to alien tyrant. I asked my husband, do I make you do a lot of weird stuff? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. What do you mean? I was like, what we're just going to leave it at that then. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go on. He doesn't know any different, you know? know? He's like, all he knows. You have him in a good spot because he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just, mean? this is my normal. Yeah, he's like, what do you mean? One day I'm an alien. Next, what's the what's the UPS guy? He's a UPS Joel. guy. What was his Other name? Other time I'm rubbing. Joey? Uh, no, it's Tony. Tony. We still haven't had to go on that date. I gotta get a sitter. You and then now they're putting breast milk on his face. I mean, every time <laughs> I come up with something new, he's like, Yeah, no, okay, yeah, okay, we could do it. Sure yeah, thing. Sure. Yeah. What you drinking? Um, I am drinking a Birdsong Machine Head IPA. I am drinking an Edmunds Oast Sour Curbana. <laughs> And you know Whitney's always drinking the weird shit. So Anyways, I make it nasally. Cheers. Oh, yeah. The allergy. Oh, it's the worst. All right. Uh, okay. People's opinions. All right. You know what? This is kind of an obvious episode. I don't know why we haven't thought about it on our own, but I'm really glad that somebody recommended it. I think the problem is, the well, not the problem, but the reason why I didn't really think about it is because, I'll be honest, I've become so callous to it. I think it used to bother me a lot. Because my kid's older, my oldest kid is older now. But, um, so Whitney and I were talking about this episode. Is like, oh, people give so many opinions, whatever. Um, And the thing is, is like, she, so we said, is it going to be like family or just people, friends, random, whatever. She's like, let's do people, which I agree, it's fine. But people in general aren't the ones that rub me the wrong way. It's the family insertion of opinion that tends to bother me. And maybe that bothers me so much because a lot of family provides childcare in my situation. Yeah. And there is always an opinion. Well, like there's forever an opinion. So I did do some a little bit of research into this one. It's kind of hard, but I looked at something. It was a pure Pew, P-E-W. <laughs> they did a research on it and they found that the percentage of people that say X, and I'll fill in X, they want them to see them as a good parent. So mm. 93% say that they want their spouse or partner to see them as a good parent. 72% want their own parents to see them as a good parent. Of course. Um, the child's other parents. So if you're not married, the child's other parent, 56% say they would like them to see them as a, a good parent. 52% of your people say they want their friends. And 45% of people in the community, they would like them to see them as a good So parent. it's all about perception of like, you're doing a good job at Right? This. And so if someone gives Which you Which increases an opinion, the pressure. So if you, someone's getting... So if my kid is acting a fool at a <laughs> soccer game and someone walks up to me and be like, you know what I would do with that kid? Like I would, you know, I would yank him up right now and I'd put him in that car and I'd take him home and I'd tell mm-hmm. him he's never going to soccer if he acts mm-hmm. like that again. Never. And you're like, it's enough soccer for him. Well, thank you for that moment. But then I would have to pull my other kid out of the soccer game <laughs> to put him into the car <laughs> to take him home. And then yeah. now I've got to explain to my other kid. And then what have I taught him is that yeah. when you act a fool because you don't want to be at the soccer game, now I got to go home. Like, and then I'm like, wait, wait I don't... So I think the problem with the insertion of a spe- so you're talking about a specific like discipline intervention, which or just I, an opinion about. I want to talk about. Handle. I want to take it right way back here in a minute. But before that, I, I think the problem with that is, um, I'm always going to stand by the fact that like you know your kid the best. So like if someone comes up and is like, well, let me tell you what I would do in this situation. Well, that might be what you would do, but like 
clearly that's your parenting or discipline style. If I roll up and do that to my kid right now, it's probably not going to work. And it's going to like be like, why are you suddenly having this approach? Like I very much of the opinion, you're the best parent for your kid. So like, you know, your kid's disposition, you know, your kid's temperament, which I think with discipline, that has so much to do with it, right? Is like kid disposition and temperament. I mean, you've got two kids of like, disciplining age I don't have that yet Mm because Rhett's really too young yet but like you handle them totally different right I would imagine like what works for Meyer may not work for Graham in some situations you know and it's well and also when you're in that situation and someone's giving you their opinion and it's unsolicited right I didn't go up to this stranger (laughs) and be like hey excuse me quick poll on the soccer field excuse me everyone does anyone have a special opinion for how I should deal with my son I have no idea what I'm doing please help me anyone can I borrow the mic excuse me soccer parents excuse me I'm gonna need help over in code red like you know so it's unsolicited advice to begin with and then number two I'm like what's your name again like uh, okay and the number three i'm like it's not a terrible idea maybe am i you know what's happening so why am i even reacting because i don't know the person number two is like so what's triggering it's It's triggering triggering. for me because it's like oh you think you're better because because you would do it that way and then i'm not so like whatever outcome i have now is not going to be as good enough because yeah Mm -hmm. let's talk about some really great uh, people's opinions that was just really good advice and by good I'm being sarcastic <laughs> well I remember so this is just the family stuff that I get right so I deal with a lot of in-laws in-laws right and, and that's that's just annoying on a different level mm-hmm. um I remember when Elise I remember when Elise's born <laughs> Michael's grandmother was like I'm just holding her minding my own business holding the baby you know she's just chilling she's not crying which at least cried a lot. But in this moment, she's not crying. And uh, Michael's grandmother's like, hey, don't let her look in that light. I'm like, yes, what? what? Like, I'm literally holding her. Like, where else is she going to look but up? She's like, yeah, don't look at, don't, don't let her look don't at that light. that light. It's going to hurt her eyes. And I'm like, it's science. what am I supposed to, I'm supposed to blindfold the baby? Yeah. I don't know. What Everybody am I? Everybody knows that they can't look at light. I don't. I mean, maybe artificial light. Yeah. Nope. That one made sense. Yeah. I one time had a patient. <sighs> Um, a patient, yes, a patient who knew that I had a baby, brand new, just fresh out of coming back to work, tell me that, yeah, that I should let my kid, I was telling them, you know, Graham, they're like, how's he sleeping? I was like, well, he wakes up kind of a lot, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, you know what? You should just let that baby scream. It's good for their lungs. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know medically that that is Good true. for their lungs. It is a function. Like, I don't know. I was sure. a runner in college and I don't know any time that my coach is like, today, guys, we're going to stand on the field. Cry. We're going to yell. At the top of our lungs for practice today because it's good for your lungs. Build strength and character and stamina. And that's, that's right. what we're going to do. Is I'm going to make scream. you cry today. Like, it's for your own good. I, don't, I, I was like, thank you for that. Yeah. That was not helpful, but thank you so much for that. Yeah. Well, so for context, Rhett is nine months and he just cut his first two teeth at the bottom right oh he's so far behind he is so he's listen delayed. to that opinion. At about like four months. Um. I was he was being fussy okay Uh and a family member was like can I give him some Tylenol for his teeth and I'm like "Mm, he doesn't have any teeth it doesn't look like anything's cutting Mm -hmm. like I think he's just a baby and he's being a little fussy today because this is what babies do come to find out it wasn't until several months later that he actually cut the tooth and guess what didn't need any Tylenol then either I'm just thinking like what is happening? I had a patient one time when we talk about another opinion. 
tell me, and I quote, that if a baby cries for 17 minutes, mm. they have brain damage. So, oh, oh, what happens at 17 minutes, Whitney? I don't know. <laughs> it was brain damage. And I was like, yeah. 17? And she was like, yeah, 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's exact. I was like, what kind of crying? They're like, you know, any kind of crying. I was no. like, so what am I supposed to do? And they're like, well, you know, you're going to have to soothe the baby. And I was like, but what if it doesn't stop crying? She's well, like, sorry. Well, it's brain damage. It's and brain I was like, damage. Okay, okay. So I went to like the the intensivist and I was like, hey, doctor. And he was like, yeah, I was like, is my child going to get brain damage if he cries for 17 minutes? And he was like, what in the hell? What are you talking about? He was like, I don't know. I'm an intensivist, but that doesn't sound right. Doesn't seem right. Just line up. <laughs> I was like, well, they're just giving me the opinion that like maybe I like 17 minutes. Is that a hard no? And he's like, I don't, I don't think so. Whitney. I don't think so. We have adults crying for 17 minutes and they all seem just. <laughs> uh, well, so good. the thing is like, we're making light of all this, but so you put yourself in the position of like a first time mom who's just had a baby who like has all the hormones of like, you know, postpartum and all that. And I do think most family members are well intending, right? But well, they come around and they're infusing their opinions and everything. And you can see how it would spiral someone in like the anxiety of well, thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and there's opinions about everything, right? There's opinions about whether you should be co-sleeping. Mm. There's opinions about breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. There's opinions about alcohol there's opinions about how you discipline there's opinions about politics there's opinions about eating there's opinions about every single thing and my favorite is like quote-unquote spoiling a newborn oh don't hold that baby you'll spoil it right it's it's an opinion you can't spoil a newborn well in your opinion (laughs) but like (laughs) i mean what like they're gonna throw a fit i don't know what you know we're all individuals and then how how much you send your like center your world around opinionated people will be probably how many opinions that you have I personally love opinionated people. I really like them. I like to talk to them. I like when they have a differing opinion. I enjoy opinionated people. It's a lot harder for me to deal with opinions when it's about something that I may not be very secure about to begin with. So I, you know, I may breastfeeding. We'll just, that's at the top of my list here. So we'll go there. People have so many opinions about that. I one time was breastfeeding my son at my neighbor's house and he's an older man and I had found that like trying to cover up my kid was always Meyer was always choking and then I was always covering up and then you would see my boob because he would pull off the boob to cough and then my tit is just hanging out and I got long nipples from all this (laughs) breastfeeding right so I decided that I'm done with the cover I wear loose shirts and I'll just cover his face and he comes to me and he puts a towel over me oh my god that would have pissed me off and that would have pissed me off. No, and this man is very, I love him, and he's such a sweet guy. But the opinion was, hide is that it. I needed to hide myself. Yep. What are you doing? It's inappropriate to feed this baby. Right? How dare well, you? Well, and that I didn't cover myself. I have a very logical reason. I didn't want him to see my eraser long nipples when he <laughs> pulled off, because that's what he did. And then I'm trying to keep the towel up, but the towel keeps falling. And then I'm like, thank you for your opinion on this situation, but now this is a disaster for me. And what I learned from that is... I'm not going to breastfeed at his house anymore. Right, yeah. And so then from then on, I would get up and go over to my house because we're adjacent. And, and I do. And he's a, you know, he's a lovely man. But that was an opinion put upon me. Yeah. Right? And I already am insecure. I mean, kind of. I don't really care. But like about breastfeeding in public. And I thought it was a secure place. And then here was this kind of. One time I was Yeah, I don't. I don't cover. I don't do it. Well, I, I tried to do it with Elise. I don't do it with Red. You can cover with your shirt. It's Nobody more of a, I feel like it's way more obvious and noti- noticeable when you cover. And to <laughs> each their own with that, I think, I think 
breastfeeding in public, that whole opinion, you, bottom line, there is no right or wrong. You do what you're comfortable with, um, but no, don't let American culture teach you there's anything wrong with breastfeeding. It is nothing, is nothing sexual, which is like we've but, over-sexualized the breast, blah, blah. You're feeding a freaking baby. Yes, but there's lots of opinions about it. Yeah, and, and so, like, screw that. But... So what That's you, my opinion. Yes. Screw that. Well, do your yes. thing, girl. Well, yeah. And no, and there's, but if you're not comfortable with it, but don't do it. But there's laws. Or better yet, what do you do about all these opinions that are always coming at you? Because you get them from coworkers. You get them from your mom. You'll get mm-hmm. them from your mother-in-law. You'll get them from random people. You'll get them from friends. I apparently get them from patients, <laughs> which was weird to me. So you have something you always say. What do you say? What is it about assholes? No. <laughs> I just said that one too. <laughs> no. Well, you tell me you have something you say. You're like, thank you. Oh. Wife. Well, <laughs> yes. I thought you were talking about, well, you know, everyone has an asshole. No, like when, oh, well, I think everyone knows. An opinion's like an asshole. Everyone's no, got one. I have, I have found that I got this actually from a guy who sells beer at a um, a beer store. And what I say whenever someone gives me their opinion, and we'll go into this a little bit depth, like more in depth, but I always say like, thank you very much for that. I have not thought of that. <laughs> Even if it's the worst advice ever, I'm always like, thank you for that. I hadn't thought about that just and yet. And that's a very like diplomatic way to respond. I'll tell you, I try to not engage with opinions. I try that. Am I successful at that? not very much at all in fact a lot of times I'll argue like when people say really stupid things to me I'm gonna have to bounce back at that a little bit and I almost always regret it I don't know why I keep doing it but I just do it well and I think that it matters who the opinion is coming from now right so what my mom says to me is not is gonna be very have a different reaction than what let's say you have for me you know my mom is a very opinionated mom shockingly enough when I've needed her opinion I've actually really liked her advice and she kind of has stepped out every now and then she gives me my her opinion and I hate it almost every time (laughs) without me soliciting it because it it for whatever reason just strikes a chord with me. It makes I me think, feel well. When people ask for it, that's different. Yeah, and I, it's probably just because it's my mom. She's probably yeah. not doing anything wrong. But for whatever reason, it'll be like, well, you know, you know. One time, I think with Graham, you know, there was like a comment of like, well, you know, he really should. He's got a lot of anger, and I was like, he's three. <laughs> I have anger at him being three. Like, yeah. you know, but he's the most docile Swedish child ever. But you know, in that moment, I'm sure she saw that she sees him every now and then. And, you know, and so that opinion of that moment, I was like, Oh, <laughs> but when I'm soliciting her advice, when I was talking to her about, you know, the fact that Graham is getting destroyed in a rec league, cause he's anyway, <laughs> you know, she says to me, they haven't won a game and they haven't scored. She says to me, Learning how to lose is a skill as well. And I love that. I was like, Mom, you're right. That's such a great advice. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm going to go with because they're getting destroyed every <laughs> Right? So, like, sometimes these opinions roll off your skin and sometimes they just – and you take them in and sometimes they're just like, oh, man, that Not just helpful. struck a chord with me. Yeah. So, So I think so much of the opinions is knowing, like, internally what's credible and what's not. Right? Like – for example, anyone that, for good or bad, okay, anyone that ever want, tries to give me breastfeeding or baby feeding advice that hasn't themselves breastfed, I immediately neglect all of that. I'm just like, you have no idea. You can't tell me about breastfeeding because 
you didn't personally breastfeed your baby. So you don't, you didn't have that particular experience. So experiences mean a lot to you. In that sense, yes. But like in other things, I don't think they mean quite so much. But yes, I think in regard to like something specific like that, yeah. Yeah, experience may or may not mean a lot to me when it comes to opinions. I think when you're delving into what type of opinion you want to hear, it's very important to kind of see to yourself what what type of opinion am I looking for? So when mm-hmm. you're talking about breastfeeding, you're looking for an opinion of someone who has had the experience. Um, with an OBGYN, you, some people will say they are looking for someone who has had a baby before. So they're like females. I had a male OBGYN because I didn't want him to experience it. Okay. You know know, what? I have an articulation. So experience for some things, but when education intersects, I think a lot of that is fine. Like for example, if I was breastfeeding and I went to go see a lactation consultant, it wouldn't be a deal breaker if she if she hadn't had a baby yet because she had the education component. In your in your you know yeah. what you're saying, your example, an OB that's a male. Well, he's obviously never going to have a baby, but he has a lot of education and credentials to back that up. Like then, I'm cool with it for the yeah. most part. So I think. Well, we'll talk about what you need to do when you have an opinion and what to do with it. If it's, you know, for whatever reason, I'd say the first time someone gives you their opinion on something, you need to, and it hits you, you can ask yourself, am I being defensive? Now, if it's unsolicited advice, take it, leave it, do whatever you want with it. You know, but if it's something that you've asked for advice then you ask yourself if it strikes a chord, am I being defensive? Is is what they're saying makes me defensive? I'd say like you can take it or leave it. So sometimes I've heard advice from strangers that I've actually really liked. And I was like, mm, I'm going to take that and run with that. And then I've had some that I'm like, that was terrible. 17 minutes. Like sometimes I can't make my kids stop crying in 17 so minutes. So you know what the therapist in me though says, if something makes you feel defensive, and this has nothing to do with the person that gave you the opinion, you can drop that. But it, if you'd like, it could be an opportunity to kind of have some introspection and say, why did that make me feel Exactly. De- That's what defensive? you should do. Yeah. Because that could be an opportunity for self-growth. And again, that has nothing to do with the person that gave you that opinion. Mm-hmm. Nothing. This could be an opportunity for you to explore to say, hmm, what chord did that strike? Why am I defensive about that? So here's something that I had to learn. I'm a super open person. I will literally tell you anything about my life. <laughs> I had to learn to know who to go to for different advice True that so i never ask a question you don't want the answer to and know who you're going to so i have a really good friend she's from new york originally you know she's puerto rican she is straight sharp shooter she's a fantastic nurse she's a rapid response nurse amazing and let me tell you what i go to her anytime i need i'm scared about something medical with my family i when i was going to put my dog down when i need that person to give me that straight answer from someone i can trust i will call my other friends i, I call Brittany a lot when i need some good parenting advice where i'm like well this is where i'm such a good <laughs> and my other we're friends, just all out here doing friend, our best Alexis, they emulate the way that I parent and so like <laughs> I trust the advice and so one thing that I do is when I have something that is bothering me I'm very guarded in who I tell that to and then I have one friend that I tell two friends that I tell absolutely everything to and both of them are always so positive and loving and caring of me they're like I tell them everything they know everything going on in my life 
And they're always going to support me. I literally yeah. could be like, I got charged with murder. And they're like, girl, you didn't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> but wouldn't. I didn't. Nah, it was his fault. I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Right? So that's a big one I would say is like, if there is something truly bothering you, if it's about breastfeeding, if it's about whatever, go to someone who you know loves you, protects you, and they emulate what you would like to see. So what you're saying is sort of, know what you want to get out of that no and also know who to go to yeah. if you're going to have ask a tough question and you're going to get a tough answer find the person that's going to say it in the way that you're going to hear it mm-hmm. not in the way that turns you to be defensive and that takes a skill but that's one thing that's i've learned and i i really i really hold that one and i have different friends for different reasons in that sense the other one I would say is let it go and keep an open mind. Sometimes people give you their opinions and, and just keep an open mind. I mean, sometimes they are really good advice and sometimes it's just like shit. Yeah, that was shit. That was shit. I'm going to call my husband and laugh about that one. <laughs> well, I think letting it go is a good skill in general anyways. And I mean, know that like these things are all subjective. I re- Parenting is honestly really subjective. I, I mean, mean, and I put the conclusion as you can hear an opinion or receive advice. It could even be well medically researched or well whatever. And you can think it's a good idea and still decide that it's not for you. Yep. I mean, you can okay. hear an opinion that you're like, that's awesome. I'm glad you do that. But I'm. it's not for me. Yeah. I mean, you co-sleep. I never co-slept. I don't think that it's wrong that you do. And I don't think it's wrong that I didn't. Difference of like opinion, same data, same research. I don't think mm-hmm. anything's wrong with it. So you can hear advice. You can know and then know that it's not for you, but also know that it's good advice in general. Yeah. And well, and I'll, I'll repeat it again. Like you're the, you know, your family the best, you know, your kid the best. And All you know these things are like you. different. And so I do think there's an appropriate time. I mean, I value reaching out to my friends for opinions mm-hmm. because I like to hear like different ideas different scenarios but I think all of that is kind of for me an information gathering process and I'm gonna kind of like pick and choose what I think might work for me and try different things sometimes you put out fillers I mean sometimes I'll call three or four people with the same thing hear all their opinions like you said put it together and decide what is best for me and that would be your decision ultimately in the end and that doesn't mean you're not taking their opinion and it doesn't mean that you didn't listen to an opinion and it also doesn't mean that you had to take everything Mm -hmm. so seriously and I think the message is like it doesn't matter how old someone is like in terms of like family and stuff it doesn't mean that they're right oh god no and it doesn't mean you're bad parents because you didn't take that advice so kind of is what it is but all right anyways thanks for listening to today's episode as always if you want to give us feedback or provide topic suggestions you know we take them tell us your own funny stories reach out to us at slightly crunchy momcast at gmail.com also follow us on instagram you're gonna hear lots of lovely alien tyrant stories and and the others so stay tuned you can follow us at slightly crunchy momcast or even better, buy us a beer. You know he likes drink. Donate via buymeacoffee.com slash slightly crunchy. Until next week, take care. Bye.